like to welcome you to Hopeful Conversations, hosted by Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. We are so excited you are joining our conversations. Our mission today is to encourage and challenge you as well as fill you with hope from God's Word. Just like the psalmist said in Psalms 103 verse 5, I wait for the Lord and my soul waits, and in His Word I hope. We thank you for joining us today on Hope-Filled Conversations and pray you will grow in the waiting and rely on hope from God's Word. I now give you Jody and Carolyn. Welcome back to Hate-Filled Conversations. I'm Jody, And I'm Carolyn. Y'all, you're still with us in Psalms 119. <laughs> I don't, I don't yes. even know by the time this airs what date it is. And it seems like it's going to go on forever. And you know what? I think I would be fine with that. It yeah. has been such a joy to do this. So good. Um, but the, the good news is, is that we are halfway through Psalms 119 by the time we finish um, this particular episode. I can hardly believe that, I know, though. <laughs> I know. It's been great. And just to remind you... Uh, couple of things is that the, uh, there is a template provided for you and yeah. you can use that you can uh, go to our website at uh, inglewoodbaptist.com slash hopefield or it could be in a link in your show notes but it's a great template that you can just take eight verses at a time and answer the questions yourself or mm-hmm. I'll listen to the podcast as we're going along and make notes on that. And so, it's so pretty, too. <laughs> It'll look it's, great yeah, in your It's just a great source to go a little bit deeper and just have um, some joy in doing that. Yeah. So, uh, Carolyn, you want to open us up in prayer? I will, yeah. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for all the truth that's contained in it. And in in this long passage of Psalm 119, thank you for each week meeting us right where we are when we're reading your word and revealing your truth to us. Thank you. Thank you that you do reveal yourself to us. Um, And so we pray that our conversation is honoring today, that as we open up your word with our listeners, that um, you will just speak truth to each one of us as as you do when we open your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I want to start off uh, reading 81 to 88 in the New American Standard uh, Version here. I'm in the right one, right? Yeah, Yeah. 81. Yeah, 81. (laughs) (laughs) It says, My soul languishes for your salvation. I wait for your word. My eyes fail with longing for your word. While I say, When will you comfort me? Though I have become like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? The arrogant have dug pits for me, men who are not in accord with your law. All your commandments are faithful. They have persecuted me with a lie. Help me. They almost destroyed me on earth. But as for me, I did not forsake your precepts. Revive me according to your love, loving kindness, so that I may keep the testimony of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Isn't it often in the middle? I was thinking how mm-hmm. this is like in the middle of uh, Psalms one nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle sometimes of our struggles that yeah. we experience some dark times. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know what the Bible doesn't tell us what he's going mm-hmm. through, but it's obvious that he's had a lot of struggle. Um, but goodness, it's so hope filled right here that, you know, in the midst of the struggle and the psalmist knows where to turn and who is his refuge and strength. And that's that's the Lord. And I I love verse 82, right at the opening. Um, you know, even when we're waiting on an answer to our prayers, which can be 
such a hard time of, of questioning, um, you know, did God really hear my prayer? Is God interested in what's going on in my life? That we can trust God and who he is, and we know his character through his word. We can trust him because of who he is and his promises. And so we can find hope even in the midst of that waiting, which, you know, is mm-hmm. so, um, that's, a, that's a promise I want to cling to. In that that's waiting right. time. No, that's good. And I was encouraged listening uh, or reading how he didn't hesitate asking God several questions. He, he just yeah. had that freedom. So when will you comfort me? How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? Mm-hmm. It's like, nonetheless, he loves God and his word and submits himself to the Lord's help mm-hmm. for the um, preservation of his life. So in the midst of him asking the questions before ever getting an answer back, he yields and submits. Yeah. You know, I love that's that's a good, good, um, guidance, a template to follow through. And that's a good indicator that he made that decision. Like we talked about before, Mm -hmm. before his struggle, he knew who was going to hold him even in the midst of hardship and waiting and unknown. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, one of my Bible study, or I have my study Bible here. Um, one of the notes for verse 87 just said that the psalmist didn't allow his situations or hardships or that he was going through to dictate whether or not he would obey God. And that was mm-hmm. a convicting thought to me. You know, how often have I said, you know, I'm going through a really hard time. I, I just, I don't have time to do all this stuff or I don't, you know, I don't have pause that desire. Pause on this walking with God yes. thing. Let me just... Yeah. Or even you lose that desire that Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, you're so encompassed with all your Mm -hmm. stuff going on. Um, But, you know, the psalmist knew that that's where his hope came from, that the Lord is where his hope came Mm -hmm. from. So even in the midst of that, he was going to follow the Lord. And I thought of Job, although, you know, he is not perfect. (laughs) We use him as an example um, of a person following after God, even in the midst of tragedy, just huge tragedy Mm -hmm. and loss. And I love Job 23, verse 11. It says, My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept the way. I have not turned aside. And you can almost hear in Job's voice, you know, in the midst of that struggle, that that grief, but that determination mm-hmm. that he is going to follow the Lord because that's where his hope comes from. That's the only thing that's giving him hope in that time of loss. And, yeah. and that can be true for us, too. Yeah. And, you know, anything in life that drives us to the word is good. Yeah. And you think of it that way. Um, Spurgeon, uh, there's a quote I've got for him from him. It's this octave is the midnight of the psalm and very dark and black it is. Stars, however, shine out. And the last verse gives promise of the dawn. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, it's very poetic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. And we see that play over and over again in Psalm 119. And I think it's such a a good message. Mm-hmm. And there's um, there's an yeah. encouragement. And, um, you know, even when we can't see hope, hope is still there. Yeah. Yeah. There's an old song that says, if we don't see his hand, trust his heart. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's so true. When we don't um, physically see God working, mm-hmm. trusting that he, he loves us and he cares for his children and he is working. Um, that's a truth we can cling to, his yeah. character. Amen. Yeah. You know, a minute ago I was talking about how I noticed that he was asking God questions. Yeah. And, and um, I want to just say that asking questions of God and having faith are compatible. Yeah. Just because you have questions doesn't mean that you're lacking faith. You're you're seeking. You know, you can, you can have both at the same time. So in other words, think of it, you know, God can handle your questions, and your questions don't always mean 
that you lack that faith, but we all desire understanding and wonder why God doesn't intervene sometimes in the way that we think he should. Mm. But if we face suffering um, rightly, and that's the key, if we face it rightly, it will drive us deeper into the love of God. So as we're asking those questions and and we are, are walking in faith, knowing that God can handle those questions, mm-hmm. God's not going to rebuke me for asking those questions. See, there's already still an element of faith that you can go to God yeah. with those questions, and he's not going to squish you down. You yeah. know? He, he yeah. knows the wandering of our heart. He knows the questions. He knows that we don't fully understand, but if we if we point back to His Word, where it says in Proverbs three, I think it's don't lean on your own, own understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, as humans, we 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 do that a lot, mm-hmm. and we wrestle through, and and then we go, I don't understand. And we get frustrated instead, where God is like, well, you're not you're not gonna know, and yeah. and that's why I need you to rest and trust and have faith in me. I think that's so good. And I was thinking, you know, um, for believers, going to God in prayer and questioning is really a way to develop your relationship mm-hmm. with Him. You know, mm-hmm. you're that conversation with the Lord, and um, you know, you pouring out your heart to Him, your questions to Him, and then spending time in the Word, He'll answer you. He'll, he'll right. show you the truth. And so it's really part of a, a developing relationship with the Lord, I think. So. Right, right. You know, another thing about the psalmist, he he really could have taken vengeance for himself, um, mm. but he refused to. And we see that throughout the, his whole journey. And I love in Romans, um, Paul says, friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. Mm, you know, yeah, yeah. not he, taking it in right, our own right. hands. And he's yeah. he, and this the psalmist. He's a Deuteronomy thirty two thirty five kind of guy and a <laughs> Romans twelve uh, nineteen kind of man. You know, mm-hmm. I love First uh, Timothy three two is uh, admonish the man of God to be above reproach, uh, um, a man of absolute integrity. So what I'm saying is that he he was an integrity kind of man. Yeah, and. Uh, he died to himself frequently, so God can do what only God can do in that. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I got one more okay, question. Okay, right, you right tell before us. we get yeah, into the questions yeah. there, um, I'm always full of quotes here. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, by someone named Keller. Mm. I'm going to read this uh, Jesus lost all his glory said, so that we could be clothed in it, he was shut out so we could b- get access. He was bound, nailed, so that we could be free. He was cast out so we could approach. And Jesus took away the only kind of suffering that can really destroy you. Mm. That is being cast away from God. He took that so that now all suffering that comes into your life will only make you great. A lump of coal under pressure becomes a diamond, and the suffering of a person in Christ only turns you into someone gorgeous. Mm. I love that. I, yeah, I just wanted to end on that discussion mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yes. And so we can see how even in Psalms, mm-hmm. pointing to the Savior, you know, yeah. pointing to that. Always, always. Yeah. So now the question. Yeah, yeah. So what does it tell us about God? Um, you know, it was just a good reminder for me that we can hope in God because he is full of steadfast love toward us and he always keeps his promises. So even mm-hmm. in the waiting, even when, um, you know, we don't see see action happening, right. we can trust who he is. Mm-hmm. And that's a good reminder to yeah. me. And we can trust that he is in the waiting. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, he's working in the waiting. Yeah. So God doesn't rest no. in the waiting, you know, so in 
that his love is sufficient yeah. and, and all that um, will fulfill us in our time of our waiting. Yeah. So we don't wait alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, what good. does this say about us? Yeah. Well, I mean, the truth that we will go through challenges in mm-hmm. life, that um, we are blessed to have the Lord, you know, our, as our Savior, those of us who are believers. But that doesn't mean that we won't go through challenges, but it means that we won't go through challenges alone. And That's so right. that makes all the difference in the world. But facing that reality that there are going to be hard times, mm-hmm. there are going to be things that we don't understand but we can turn to the Lord, as we said before, because we can trust his character. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about um, the soot, the wine skin and the soot mm-hmm. and from the smoke. Um, it reminds me of the ugliness I can feel when I'm hurting from others. Mm. You know, it physically changes me mm-hmm. inside and out sometimes, yeah. you know, because it, um, it just it just does it. It affects um, your countenance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to what it says about me is that I can be impatient mm-hmm. uh, in the waiting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it also says that if I yield to God and and stay in His Word and trust in His Word, I will I will find peace and rest in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the truth that really stood out to me is verse eighty six. It says, "All your commandments are sure," mm-hmm. and I love that word "sure" because. A lot of things don't feel sure in life, Uh but we can trust that all the commandments, all God's words are sure and steadfast. They're not going to change depending on our circumstances, depending on our hardships. Mm -hmm. So it's really our foundation, you know, um, the Lord and his words. I don't have anything to add to that. That's good. (laughs) I love the way you said sure. I say it more Southern, I think. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I really mean that. I'm not missing. (laughs) So how how can we apply this in our lives today? Yeah. For me, it was a challenge. You know, um, in verse 82, I think it says, Yes. my Well, it says long a lot, but my eyes mm-hmm. long for your promise. Am I longing for the Lord? Is he the first place, the first person I turn to when something happens, mm-hmm. when I don't understand? Or am I going to seek opinions of other people and sharing other things? You know, or is he the first place I go? Do I go to him in prayer? Do I turn to his word? Um, you know, he is my refuge and my strength. And so I need to apply that truth to my life. And so when I face hardships, you know, mm-hmm. he's the first one I should go to in prayer. He, His word is the truth that I should cling to. And he's the first one you should go to um, in those in that way, yeah. but also with your questions. Oh, to yeah. To bring that back Absolutely. around. Yeah. 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 <sighs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So that, there you go. That was eight <laughs> verses right there. There it is. Yes. So we, you want to read out of your, uh, do sure you have will. ESV or something else today? I have ESV today. today. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start at verse 89, and we're going to go through 96, which is our second passage for today. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations and have established the earth, and it stands fast. By your appointment, they stand this day, for all things are your servants. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for for by them you have given me life. I am yours. Save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked lie in wait to destroy me, but I consider your testimonies. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Mm. 
what a what a ray of hope after that dark passage. I know, of the I know. Board. I was excited yeah. about that. I was so glad that that came right after that that dark cloud yeah. that we're gonna have a ray of sunshine now. So Absolutely. you know, God's word. I love that. Um, it's 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 settled in heaven. I just it's mm. just, which is means it's eternal. Yeah, I love my study notes. It said the secure order of the heavens and the earth declares. The reassuring truth that God's word by which he upholds and governs all things is enduring mm-hmm. and trustworthy. And, and it brought me to Isaiah 40, verse 8, where it says the grass withers, the flowers fade, but ha, the word of God remains forever. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever been in a situation where you say this is out of control? I, oh, I yes. have. And yes. I think we usually say that because we feel out of uh-huh. control. It's us that uh-huh. feel out of control. But this section just reminded me that nothing is ever out of control. Right. You know, that's good news that God has everything under control. It might be out of my control. It might be out of my hands. It might mm-hmm. be out of all earthly control. But the Lord is in control. And what a reminder that is, especially in the world we live in today, where mm-hmm. I feel like things are just stirring up. There's controversy, there's fighting, arguments, and war. But the Lord is in control, and I can trust and cling to that promise. That is, that's good news. Well, I was just going to say yeah. um, to our listeners, uh, when we walked in here and started, I was a little frustrated. Mm-hmm. And um, Carolyn had said, well, what I like to do is go to the Word. And I was like, duh, that's exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. So we sp- spent a minute yeah. uh, in here in just quietness, mm-hmm. and we just took a moment and um, and just read the Word to just ourselves. Yeah. And just let God just do a work. And, um, you know, so I just wanted to put that, you know, we're practicing what we're sharing and it works as effective. Yeah. Um, uh, I read that Martin Luther is reported to have said of the word, the Bible is alive. It speaks to me. It has feet. It runs after me. I love that. Mm -hmm. It has hands. It lays hold of me. The Bible is not antique or modern. It is eternal. Yeah. We've we've talked before about how uh-huh. we're always amazed when any passage we're studying mm-hmm. just meets us right where we are, you know, in our unique situations that are going on. God's word is alive and active. We mm-hmm. quote that verse a lot, but that, you know, he his word is is powerful. And if we do set aside that time, I think we do need to recognize like yeah. I need to pause. I need I need a moment and I need to just focus on what's important, what I know is true. Um, so when we do feel that chaos rising up in our heart or that questioning, that's the first place I should go to. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. And in verse 90, it's um, mm-hmm. I, just to put it um, simple, it's talking about the firmness of creation, its existence from generation to generation. And if you think how many generations have existed uh, to to point where we are today, it really reflects God's faithfulness. Yeah. You know, think back in Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Yeah, yeah. It's so good <laughs> to remind yourself who mm-hmm. created. You know, know, that that's our God. Uh-huh. I love this verse. I found it in Jeremiah thirty one thirty five. It says, "Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and fix the order of the moon and the stars for light by night." who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Isn't that a reminder of just how powerful our Lord is? Yeah, yeah. And going into 91, Mm -hmm. uh, all creation exists because of obedience to God's word. I mean, think, let that set for a second. All things exist out of obedience Mm -hmm. and work uh, in obedience 
from his word. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a Spurgeon sums it up this way. Both great things and small pay homage to the Lord. No atom escapes his rule. No world avoids his government. Mm. I mean, the power, the authority, the secureness in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that I know my God. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I love verse 92. Um, it says, if your law had not been by delight, I would have perished in my affliction. And it just points mm-hmm. to to the psalmist, um, you know, dwelling and meditating in God's law, that that helped him from being overcome by life. That's right. Um, and so it goes back to what we were saying, you know, just focusing on the Lord when we are feeling that mm-hmm. overwhelming sensation creeping in or, you know, frustration or just the chaos to take the time because this is this is what holds us together yeah. when we remind ourselves of right. the truth. Well, and right, it, he's saying, you know, the word sustained him in his darkest hour, mm-hmm. and it does the same for us. That's right. um, if we if we would be mindful and do um, and, and our discipline, mm-hmm. uh, turn to the word right right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, are you ready for the questions yet, Jody? Or um, you have some more? Let you me keep sharing. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I got one more thing. Okay, good. Um, Verse 96, I have seen a limit to all perfection. Your commandment is exceedingly broad. Mm. So the message paraphrases um, verse 96 this way. I see the limits to everything human, but the horizons can't contain your commands. Mm -hmm. God's creation is marked with limited perfection and his commands are marked by unlimited perfection. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And yeah. then I want to read uh, Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Uh, it reads, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds um, beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching, here you go, Anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So in other words, the perfection of the world is shift is like a shifting sand, but the word, the word of God is a solid rock and will endure forever. Mm. I think that's so boom. There you go. Yeah, that just sums (laughs) up that whole section of the psalmist message. Yep. All right. So, what does this tell us about God? You know, I I love the reminder that what God establishes will stand. He decides how long things will last. Who is in charge? I love this um, verse in Daniel. It's Daniel two twenty two or twenty through twenty two. It says, "Blessed be the name of our God forever and ever." To who? belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. I think that just sums it all up. That's he, beautiful. Yeah. He's in charge. It. Yes. That's, that's good. good news to me. <laughs> no, that's good. And I'll just, just add, he keeps his word. That's what it says about God. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. What does it say about us as humans? Um, 
I love the reminder that abiding with God is going to help me not be overcome, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. in times of hardship and affliction. If I'm abiding in the Word, abiding with the Lord, um, that's where I'm going to find my peace. And so I love this verse in Philippians. It's Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, I, I can say that I've experienced that peace when it doesn't really make sense to have peace sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think we can, we as believers can probably share times where we we felt extreme peace, even though it, it wasn't, it didn't make sense to have peace right, during right. that time. No, yeah. And that's the peace of the Lord. Yeah. Um, we can know confidently that that's where it came from. It didn't come from ourselves. Yeah. And so I love that verse. Yeah. No, I just uh, amen that. Yeah. Um, echo that. So what truth can we stand on? Mm-hmm. Well, everything around us is subject to change except what? God's Word. That's right. That's what I wrote down for my (laughs) Mm -hmm. truth. Forever, Mm -hmm. O Lord, your Word is firmly fixed in the heavens. And that's verse 89. Love it. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, so how can we apply what what we learn? I I think um, it's a little bit of a different take, but realize affliction is not always from the enemy. I think that's Mm. a lot of us tend to immediately um, give him credit, but God uses it at times to bring us to full dependence on him and yeah. into a deeper relationship. Um, and uh, and it's about letting God's uh, word shape us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Because so there's something in us that he's like, you know, um, daughter, there's there's something that needs to, to be sifted out mm-hmm. so you can be molded more into my image. And he allows us to go through that difficulty of that sifting mm-hmm. that's not always easy and sometimes painful. Um, but he's more glorified through it and we're better through it on the other side of it. And yeah, you got to get to the other side to understand that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, For me, it's just remembering where I find my hope when I face hard times or tragedy or loss that God and his word should be the first place that I turn. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, that was a good section. Yeah, two yeah. sections: a, yeah. a darker section and a, and a bright light of hope. <laughs> two, bu- two bookends right there yeah. with God's word right in the middle. That's How about that? Right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I can close this. Yeah. With All right, Father God, thank you, thank you, that you have light to draw us out of our darkness, because darkness cannot hide in light. In light, and darkness has not overcome it. So, thank you that you are our light. Thank you that you've given us hope in your word and that we can find peace in your word when our world feels like it's crashing around us. Lord, help us be faithful to learn to be instantly attentive to your word when we are in our struggles, when darkness feels like it's prevailing and pressing on us. So God, I pray as we go to your word, that you would guide us. Where is it? Because your word is so so broad as far as so many scriptures to work through and to glean from. So I pray for all of us. When we open your word, I ask that you lead us and guide us to exactly what it is that you want to share with us today, that we may get to know who you are better and see you in the word. And then know what you are wanting to speak to us individually through your word. Thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
We know there are other podcasts to listen to, and we are humbled that you chose Hopeville Conversations. If you enjoyed our conversation today, we invite you to subscribe. If you found our conversations helpful, or if you would like to share comments with Jody or Carolyn, you may email them at hfc at englewoodbaptist.com. If you need to talk with a pastor at our church, please email next at englewoodbaptist.com. Once again, thank you for spending time with us today.